Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Steve Sparky, 5 for 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Time Out here on 1250 AM. The fans, we broadcast from the Wendy's studios. Don't forget, when the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's at all participating Wisconsin Wendy's. Within 24 hours of a Bucks victory, get yourself a free chocolate or vanilla Frosty. And the Bucks are rolling right now on an 11-game winning streak, so people are eating up those Frosties at Wendy's. Joining me now is our guy. He is Jacob Morley, and I, I I am so happy to have Jacob Morley on. Why do you ask? Well, first of all, uh, he's our draft guy, right? So we always talk draft with Jacob Morley. You can follow him on Twitter at Jacob Morley, staff writer, of course, with Packer Report, 24-7 Sports, uh, and part of the Pack-A-Day podcasting game on uh, Wisconsin. But the main reason I'm happy is because I want to get his thoughts on this poll question uh, that I put up on Wednesday. And the question is this, Jacob Morley, for Packer fans that do not want Aaron Rodgers back, why? The options are this. Salary is too high. Jordan Love can do as well, uh, and off-field distractions. Those were the three options I gave. Would you pick one of those three, or do you think I should have added a different one? No, Sparky, I think that's pretty fair. You know, the three options are are good. I think, you know, looking through them, uh, the salary one is interesting just because they're going to pay him regardless (laughs) next year. You know, like, he's getting paid by the Packers a pretty hefty price regardless of what happens next year. Um, They don't save a ton by getting rid of him. but I think I would go with just Jordan Love can do as well at this point. And that's not saying, and I am one of Jordan Love's biggest supporters, and I am not saying Jordan Love is going to come in here and be MVP form Aaron Rodgers. But can Jordan Love come in and do what Aaron Rodgers did for this team last year, if not better? I think so. And there's not a huge sample size for that. And I think that's well documented. He played, I think he threw the ball 22 times against the Eagles or something small like that. And he looked great. Uh, I said this a little bit tongue-in-cheek on Twitter the other day, but it also is true. The two highest QBRs against the Eagles this year were one, Patrick Mahomes, and two, Jordan Love. Granted, yes, Jordan Love played a quarter of the game, but he looked really good against a, a really good Eagles defense that, for the most part, shut quarterbacks down all year. And when your all-world, all-MVP quarterback goes down with an injury or uh, whatever it was against the Eagles, uh, yeah, yeah, he was hurt. Uh, and your backup comes in, you don't really expect him to play better than that guy. And that's kind of going to be the hope that Packers fans cling to as far as can this guy be a dude. And it is just wild how history repeats itself because, my goodness, if Twitter and social media and everything else would have been around in the, you know, during that Dallas game when Favre got hurt and Rodgers came in, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, that's all the Packers had to go off of then, too. So uh, that's why, you know, I just think at this point, 
you try to swing open a new window with a new guy, and we just are really at the point, Sparky, where I I truly believe that it would be in both the Packers and Aaron Rodgers' best interest to just to split, to do something different. And I really think Aaron Rodgers could go somewhere else and be a really, really good football player. I really do. I believe that. I think some. I think if you talk about, hey, Aaron Rodgers was hurt, he had the thumb, he had the young receivers, you know, all of that. Sure, I will. I'll, I'll listen to you say that, and I will nod my head because you're right. That stuff does play into it, but that's also an excuse. You know, and Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and the standard is the standard, and he's not playing to that standard anymore. So go put him with another team. You know, the Jets and the Raiders are two teams that get thrown around a lot with uh, either the Jets, A, all that young talent that they have on offense um, with those receivers, those running backs, all of it. And then Vegas, well, he's got Devontae. So I think either of those teams could probably get the best version of Aaron Rodgers again. And and that is good for Aaron, and that's good for those teams. And it ultimately would be good for the Packers because I think Jordan Love is a good football player and will be a good football player. And then they'll have draft capital as well. So uh, that's kind of my, you know, I just kind of went further beyond, like I always do, uh, your question. But uh, that's that's my, my long answer of to why I would want to go with Jordan Love just because, yeah, I think – I think this team is looks old, very similar as far as uh, what their offense can do with Jordan Love. And I'm saying that knowing the Packers' offense was actually pretty good last year once Christian Watson exploded. Well, so that's, that's, what that's my final say. answer. That's what I was going to say. Like, I, I mean, maybe I'm crazy. I don't think any quarterback could have done much better than what he did uh, this year. Christian Watson was out for him, uh, uh, a part of the time. He comes back, then Romeo Dobbs goes out. The offensive line, you didn't know who's playing left tackle week to week as the season went on. That was a complete fiasco. Zach Tom had to keep getting thrust into the lineup as a rookie because guys couldn't stay healthy or weren't performing uh, one way or the other on that offense. The defense was horrible a majority of the season until the very end after the bye week when they made that transition. I mean, I, I for me, if you think Aaron Rodgers can go play with a bunch of young guys in New York that he's never played with and play well, then there's no reason to believe that he can play well with a bunch of young guys that he has played with for a full season. Sure, and you got to imagine, and that would be the pitch, right, if he comes back, is he's got more time. You know, they're gonna be, There's going to be more continuity with these players. And it's an easier uh, road. It's an easier road in the NFC. That's the other pitch. Yeah, they're playing a third-place schedule, right. too. Like, that's the other thing. They didn't win the division. Packers fans got to realize, when you win the division, you play other division winners, right? So... Uh, it's, you know, it's, it, there is, there is a path to them bringing him back and being able to make some noise in the NFL. Like there's no doubt about that. I just am at the point. I think they can do the same thing with Jordan Love um, at this point in his career. I, but that's, but that is just me saying that and me being, I loved, I love Jordan Love coming out of Utah state. I thought he was a super bowl winning quarterback is base is, is what I kind of base when I look at quarterbacks and how they play the game. Can this guy be the dude that you build the team around and can he get you to the mountaintop? And when I watch Jordan Love, especially his junior tape, I know there's so much back and forth about his senior tape and all the excuses that we just made for Aaron Rodgers, those are the same excuses you make for Jordan Love his senior year Correct. at Utah State. Yes. So so I just think, man, I watch him and he's just got, there's something about him and call it a gut feeling. I don't know. And I know a lot of people don't agree with me on this, but when I watched him and this is before he was even a Packer, there was just something about this kid 
that just made me raise my eyebrows and say, like, he can do some things on the field that a lot of starting NFL quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, can't do. So that's the swing for the fences they took. And at this point, Sparky, you know, it's what is Goody going to do? What is Matt LaFleur going to do? You, 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 put a, you put your cards on the table and you took this guy three years ago and no, now simple. you're going to waver from that? No, no, not you at know, all. No, Jacob, no. This is I've been saying the same thing on my Kurt Long podcast with Ryan Horvath. This is what you do if you want to play it both ways. You go to Rodgers and tell him, look, this is it. This is the last year. And then after this year, if you want to be traded, we'll trade you. If you want to retire, you can retire, do whatever you want. But after this year, we're done. You go to Jordan Love, you offer him an extension of three years. So not only do you pay him the fifth year, you pay him for year six, year seven. You pay him middle-of-the-road starting money, top 15, top 14, so maybe $15 million, $20 million a year to pay him for five, six, and seven. You redo Rodgers' contract, which makes it easier to to move him uh, going forward after this year if he does want to be traded. Problem solved. You get Rodgers for one more year. He gets his farewell tour, whatever the case may be, if that's what he wants uh, in Green Bay, uh, and you move forward. That That's how I would approach it if I was Goody. And I think that's fine. I just... I always go back to Rodgers talking about not wanting to be a sitting duck quarterback. Sure. Back when they drafted him, he, and he basically just said, "If you, if I'm not your future, trade me." And so I just think that's what it would come down to. But it's also Aaron Rodgers, and who the heck knows what yeah, he's exactly. doing? I, I truly, I truly believe, you know, when he was on the McAfee show on Tuesday and said, "You know, nobody knows blank about me," I believe him. <laughs> I really do. Nobody knows what he's going to do. The Packers don't know what he's going to do. Um, I think, you know, I've, I heard whispers from Radio Row around the Super Bowl of, you know, uh, Rap Sheet and Shefty basically saying the same thing. Like, hey, these are the things we're hearing, but really no one knows. Like, truthfully, no one knows. And this darkness retreat or whatever, it, he's going to get clarity. Like, this is the – like, I mean, saying this stuff out loud, Sparky, just – this is the world we live in right now. Like, our quarterback is going to go into a hole for four days and emerge and tell us what his future is. It That's, is, yeah, I know. So, so if so, if you want to make the off-field distraction, you know, you want to click that button. I, I get that as well. Um, I I don't buy into that as much. I think his teammates don't really care. I think they love the guy, and you know, it's not like he's out here doing hurting anybody. He's just, you know, he's his own person, and and that's fine. And I think he said on Twitter the other day when I think it was Mitchell Schwartz uh, made actually a pretty good point and said. Uh, is is it so hard to believe essentially that the Packers wouldn't want this guy to have so much say in their personal decision, you know, personnel decisions and whatnot? And Rogers clapped back and said, "Hey, this is this is my life. This is what I do to try to find you know joy and happiness in my life." And sure, whatever, I respect that. Uh, but from a business perspective, I think that what you just laid out with, "Hey, can we get Rogers for one more year and then get Jordan back and see and go from there?" I think. That's fine. That that wouldn't be my least favorite outcome. Uh, but to me, it's just I, I kind of agree with Rodgers at this point. Like, if you're going to trade him, do it now. Okay. Do it now because I think, I think you're going to get less value next year too. I think his value – because I think if he comes out again next year, Sparky, and, and is very average again, who's going to – I mean, then the, the he's washed, he's old. Sure. That stuff really gets loud. And you don't have the, well, injuries, well, young receivers, which might be valid, it might not be. And so I just think his value right now is as high as it's ever going to be, as, you know, except for last year. Uh, but it's just going to continue to go down. He's a depreciating asset. And if you're going to move on and you want to stockpile picks, is it worth having Rodgers one more year 
for that. Uh, you mark That's my, I think the question they have to answer. You mark my words. They trade this dude. He's going to go win an MVP. Just, just you can just write it I, down. I don't give a damn where he goes and who he plays with. He's going to be as motivated as ever to shove it up everybody's rear end uh, and make sure they know yeah. they screwed up. That that is exactly how this is going to play out. But I think if I'm the Green Bay Packers and I'm Aaron Rodgers, this is the deal, dude. If you want us to trade you, that's fine. But we've got to figure out a contract structure to where we can tell the opposing team, and you will tell the opposing team that's going to trade for you, that you're committed to two more years. Bare minimum, you're Mm -hmm. going to play two more years. Because if that's not it, you're not going to get the value that you should get back if you don't know how long he's going to play. Russell Wilson netted all of that because he signed a brand new long-term contract as part of the deal. If Rodgers is going to be wishy-washy, I don't know if I want to play more than one, one year in New York. I don't know if I want to play more than one year in Las Vegas. You're not going to get nearly as much back as you should. I think it's. I think it would be structured in a way that it's a conditional. Whatever. I think they get a one. I think it starts at. Honestly, I think it starts at two first. But I think that second first would be a conditional first. Like, hey, we, this is our 2024 first. It's yours if he plays. If he doesn't, it's ours. And because you know, I mean, what do you think the odds of Rodgers actually committing to two to three years are? Like. Sitting down and being like, "Yeah, I want to play for three two If it's for Devonte, if it's with, but wait a second though, if it's with Devonte Adams, it's in warm weather, it's closer to California. Uh, all the rich and famous are in Vegas and coming to see him and all that other stuff. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it's it's yeah. the end of the world to think that he wouldn't want to play in a warm weather climate with a lot of entertainment around him and go play with his guy that he was playing so well with, like." I think I could see him getting down with that. The only question is, and we talked with Bill Williamson uh, last week about this, is the personality conflict between him and Josh McDaniels and how that would work. But have you heard the Josh McDaniels stuff in Aaron Rodgers? What about him? No, I guess I haven't. What? I, I, so I, I've heard that it was one of the worst kept secrets that that's who, that was Rodgers' guy. That's who he wanted. Over yeah, the floor? Part of the, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's his dude. That's who he wanted to play for. And that's, I think that's why a lot of people are connecting those dots to Las Vegas is because Devontae's there and because Rodgers allegedly really likes McDaniels. So, but I mean, again, who knows? Sarah Rodgers, uh, and there's rumors about everything. Uh, but I, I have heard that from multiple people that that is his dude. So that could play into it. You know, that Hackett is in New York. I don't think that's a coincidence. No. That they hired Not him. At all. No. Uh, so we'll see. And I think. I do think, and let me ask let me ask you this because this is what I wonder about: is let's say Derek Carr signs with the Jets, then what? Then who's trading for Aaron Rodgers besides Vegas, Tennessee? And then what are they will? Maybe, but what are they willing to pay? I guess because for Green Bay, what you want is a bidding war. You then want you have more than to one team okay, involved. that's fair. But then you have, and again, we don't know these reports are accurate, obviously. But then you can't be stubborn and go, we're not going to trade him in the NFC. If the Saints want him, give it to him. If the Niners want him, give it to him. It doesn't matter. Like you said, you want a bidding war. Who cares if Aaron Rodgers beats Jordan Love in the playoffs once or twice? If Jordan Love is all of that, like everybody thinks, and you've got him for the next decade, who really cares? Get as much as possible. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think I think some of that is is posturing, too. Because, hey, hey, Kyle Shanahan, we're not trading them to you. He's in the NFC. Well, this is the price tag. You know, New York offered two first, and we're not trading them to you. Okay, well, what are you going to offer them? You're going to have to blow us out of the water for us to do it. So I think I think it's all posturing in a way. And not, we don't really know until it's all said and done. But I think in a lot of ways, too, the Packers coming out and saying, hey, 
Rodgers can come back if he wants. We'll take him back if he wants to come back. I think they have to say that because what is what does it do to his value if they just say no? We're moving on with love. I mean, then he's just a, you know, he's just a, he's just there. He's just a guy. Like you know, you got to get rid of him, and you know you're not going to cut him because that would set off a nuclear bomb in their cap. Yes. So I think they have to play it this way. And right now, it's not uh, it's not a great look for Goody and Lafleur. The fact that they're so they seem so wishy washy about it because. If they really do think that they need to have Aaron Rodgers on this team and Jordan Rodgers and, and sorry and Jordan Love is not ready, that's a huge indictment on them because that is them admitting we blew it. Sure. And we just we set this team up for all the ridicule it's gotten the last three and a half years. And it is our fault and we deserve it. Now the the other end of that is let's say they trade Rodgers and they get a haul for him and Jordan Love is good and he's he's a top eight quarterback in the NFL that you can build around they might build a statue after oh you know and we talked about that like this is such a pivotal offseason for Brian Gutenkus and and Matt LaFleur because of what they decide and and some of it's going to have to be luck because I'll tell you what if they bring Rodgers back and he's very average again and then Jordan Love leaves or they screw that relationship up and he leaves and is good somewhere else, that might be the worst possible outcome. And so they have to balance all of these things, and no one knows it better than the Packers. And I think if you could give truth, some truth serum to uh, Goody, he'd tell you that he's, he's ready to move on with Love. And, and part of me, and this is just speculation, I haven't heard anything about this, but part of me thinks they would have done it last year if Rodgers didn't force their hand. And and they would have moved on if he didn't win the MVP. Like if this happened last year with him just kind of being ho hum, injured, whatever, uh, I think they would have moved on with love. I got but it. but like you said earlier, Sparky, Aaron Rodgers lives to shut cram it up people's you know what. Yep. That is his biggest motivator. I am one hundred percent with you that whatever team he goes to next year, I think he's gonna come out gangbusters and I would not be surprised if he wins an MVP. Uh, you know, similar to Brett Favre when he weaseled his way to the Vikings. You know, that guy, he, statistically, that was one of his best seasons he ever had when he played with the Vikings because they are built kind of the same way with, hey, stick it where the sun don't shine. You don't want me. You're going to regret it. Um, so it, it's interesting to me. It's going to be, I mean, they're gonna we're going to read about this for years and years. Whatever the saga is, going on right now i can't wait till 20 years from right now when goody comes out with a book and just lays out everything that's been going on the last three and a half years because just with the personalities that they have in green bay with rogers and Lafleur and goody and mark murphy i'm sure there's a lot of stories that we just are not privy to that would uh that would probably raise some eyebrows. We, we've talked uh, for a lot longer than I thought we were going to talk. But I, I got one last question, because you are the draft guy that I, that I go to here uh, when we talk about this stuff. Does your draft philosophy change as far as what you're going to do in the draft if you have Love as your starting quarterback or if you have Rodgers as your starting quarterback? A little bit. A, a little bit. But not really. Because I am very much team, and you'll see me tweet it all, score 100, just score. I'm sick and tired of them trying to build a defense. It's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like if you have a, I mean, you want a competent defense, but look what the Chiefs just did to the Eagles. Number one pass defense in the NFL. 
We're getting after quarterbacks. We're making plays on the ball. Mahomes just torched them and, and won. And granted, yes, the Eagles were a couple calls, a couple bounces away from them winning that game, but that's what it takes, you know, to, to piece it together. You just you have to build an offense. You have to be able to score points. You have to insulate your quarterback. Um, and I think those are all things that the Chiefs have done really well. Now, if it's Aaron Rodgers, I don't think you need to lean as heavily into that. Like, I want to, I want to get him weapons. So if it's, if it's Rodgers, the way I would do it differently is if Rodgers is back, I want DeAndre Hopkins. I want him on the team. If it's Love, I don't care as much if DeAndre Hopkins is on the team. I, it's more let him grow with the young pieces they already have and continue to add young pieces. So it's, it's add pieces, but it's just at what point in their career do you want to add them? If it's Rodgers, give me vets. If it's Love, let's just build this thing from the ground up. So, uh, so that's the, the long and short of my answer, I guess, is let's add, pass, let's add playmakers to this offense, um, but depending on how you acquire them is going to be how you want to go about it with who your quarterback is. Jacob Morley, follow him on Twitter at Jacob Morley, of course, part of Packer Report and the Pack-A-Day podcast, Game on Wisconsin as well. Jacob, thanks so much for coming on and uh, spending some time with me. Appreciate it. All right, thank you, Sparky. Have a good one. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 